Green Pastures are the weekly devotions published by Vineyard Boise, consisting of four parts, the reading, the reflection, the question, and the prayer. Green Pastures for Tuesday, December 26th. Backing into the future. Today's scripture reading is found in Philippians chapter 3, verses 5-7 through 7 from the Message Translation, which reads, You know my pedigree, a legitimate birth, circumcised on the eighth day, an Israelite from the elite tribe of Benjamin, a strict and devout adherent to God's law, a fiery defender of the purity of my religion, even to the point of persecuting the church, a meticulous observer of everything set down in God's law book. The very credentials these people are waving around as something special, I'm tearing up and throwing out with the trash, along with everything else I used to take credit for. And why? Because of Christ. This is God's Word. Forgetting what is behind, straining towards what is ahead. These two crucial alternating rhythms are often predicated on the image of the past being what is behind us, and therefore being something we need to forget, release, get over, or ditch. Like the mighty angel in the Revelator's vision who hurled an immense boulder into the depths of the sea, saying, Heaved and sunk is Babylon the Great. So with our past. Heaved and sunk is the past. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. True. But, ah, you just knew there was going to be a but, didn't you? But... There's a bit more to this business of forgetting what is behind. Significantly, just a few lines before Paul utters those immortal words, forgetting what is behind, he with painstaking detail laid out exactly what was behind him, making it clear that forgetting what is behind doesn't mean running from it or denying it ever happened. Forgetting what is behind isn't denial. Closure is so much more than a self-willed blind spot. Paul clearly saw who he was, where he had been, and what he had done. Forgetting what is behind didn't mean erasure. Closure is not erasure. Closure is the past clarified, seeing anew. Much of this false equating of closure with erasure perhaps stems from the metaphor Paul leans on in this third page of Philippians, which evidently is the metaphor of running a race. You can't run a race looking backward. The runner's eyes must be focused forward on the finish line, the prize which is set before him. It's a good metaphor. We just need to be careful with our metaphors, especially in not pressing them too far. Perhaps what can help balance this running metaphor in a healthy way is considering the basic biblical mindset when it came to time, specifically with how past and future are related and experienced. In the Hebrew mindset, one does not boldly stride into the future, eyes forward, piercing the fog that enshrouds the future as we step through the glass darkly. No, not so much. No, we don't stride into the future. We back into it, one step at a time. That's the Hebrew conception, backing into the future. 
And what do we see as we're backing into the future one tenuous, careful step at a time? Well, the past. We see where we've been, what we have done, and what we've said. To again quote Kierkegaard, life can only be understood backwards. Which means we carefully move into the future, seeing and marking well the fits and starts and ups and downs of the past. Which means we are primed, hopefully, not to fall subject to the old proverb. Those who forget the past are doomed to repeat it. How can we? That's all we can see as we back into the future. Only the fools turns his Okay, only the fool turns his back on the past, for in so doing he ensures its painful repetition. We don't run from our past, we integrate it into our present, as we back into our future. Or to switch back to Paul's metaphor, as we press on towards the goal to win the prize for which God has called us heavenward in Christ Jesus. So, as we pause for a moment of personal reflection and prayer, ponder, what in your past might you be wanting to run from, or at least pretend like it never happened? In what ways may you need to face your past so you can truly be free to move towards the future? How will you do this? What's the first step? Lord, help me to stop running from my past, from the things done to me or by me, from the guilt that dogs me, from the shadows that hound me. Let my life not be about what I'm running from, but about what I'm running to. Yes, help me to stop running from my past and empower me to run towards the future you have for me, so that I may be fully present in this moment that you have given me. For your mercies.